when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Well, it's Saturday morning. Like, I, I didn't get to watch cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did no, I did. I did the grown-up version of Saturday morning cartoons, which is that I got on a Zoom call with my dad, and we talked about economics for an hour. Oh, God. Really? This is 100% true. Oh, no, you don't have to tell me that. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Never mind. I, I that didn't was doubt the it most, for the most unnecessary second. thing I've ever said. Seriously. You know, Becky, I'm a nerd. That's true. But, but here's what you may not know. My dad is also a nerd. <laughs> no, I absolutely knew that. I know. Okay. This is like, <laughs> tell me things I know day. What was I going to say? I was teaching a class on on shellfish. Yeah. And right at the jump, one of our students was like, I bologna, a bologna, the blah, blah, blah. And did it like rattled off. I don't can't remember it all. A, a whole like line of fish puns. Oh, okay. And he thought he was so clever. Um, right. And his wife was like elbowing him like, stop. You have to stop. Once, and then almost like, muted him at one point. That's great. Uh, when I was, I, I, this is not going to be like an int- a good story, but this is like a, a true thing that happened, um, which was when I was in maybe like elementary school, someone told a joke, uh, that was a fish pun. The joke was you can't tune a piano, but you, uh, I can't tune a piano, but I can tune a fish. Um, and Dumb. I did not get that it was a pun on tuna fish. And I thought this joke was so fucking funny because it was just like pure surrealist humor. And then uh. when someone explained that it was tuna fish, I didn't think it was funny anymore. Oh, that is hilarious. It was, it, I, I remember this so vividly, like being so disappointed when I found out that it was a pun. And, and like, obviously, I don't, I'm not even like one of these people who is offended by puns. Just like, I just wanted this joke to be something different than it was. Say the whole thing again. I can't tune a piano, but I can tune a fish. I think my math teacher told the joke, maybe. And so right, right now I have this really or great maybe it was I can tune a piano, but I can't tune a fish. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I have this, like, I can totally see the painting, like, of, like, the <laughs> someone with, with the, like, you know, tendons of the fish. Trying to ad- well, trying to adjust them, you know, like. Oh, yeah, like to, fish chiropractor. Yeah, like, to tune a fish, you know, like, just like. You know, like that well-known thing, fish chiropractor. Exactly. Like tur- um, turning the the like the on the spine, like like kind of tuning it and like turning it like the guitar. What do you call yes. those things? Are those knobs? What do you call those things? Uh, pegs, tuning pegs. Tuning pegs. All right. The peg of a or or uh, uh, machine heads tuners. They go by a lot of names. Oh, do they? Yeah. And none of which none of them I knew, and I have a guitar and play the guitar. Um, I told you that I, I'm, I'm not going to uh, mention it by name because I want to pick on the author of a book that that's self-published and doesn't have very many reviews. And I did actually enjoy the book, but I recently read a romance um, where it was uh, it was about like two people in a band or like someone someone in a band uh, was one of the uh, main characters. And it was so clear throughout the book that the person did not know anything about what it's like to be in a band and particularly the equipment involved. And there was a thing on the first page of the book about uh, like... Like the the like metal on metal sound of like the guitar tuning up and of like you've never been near a guitar like they really she really it's tried to like metal extract on some steel metal on steel, on steel right like like try to extract some some like bombastic drama from a guitar being tuned which is literally the most boring thing in the world 
<laughs> and it doesn't like I didn't even make any sense. It made like, no sense at all because steel is a metal. Steel is a metal. So steel on metal, which is uh huh, and that's not what tuning a guitar sounds and has like. Not, has no like it's like a ding ding, but like it doesn't sound <laughs> yeah, anything it's... like that. <laughs> I mean, when it's off, it's off, but it doesn't sound like grinding or crunching or. And then later in the same book, there was a thing where the where the drummer was was uh, like playing a, a drum fill, and it, it was clear that the author thought that you play the the bass drum with drumsticks. Oh god, it was amazing. That's funny. I know. I know. I'm being smug about this, but like one one reader with any idea of of how this stuff works would have prevented this. I have a very weird, somewhat surrealistic, inane thought right now, mm-hmm. which is I'm eating grapes. Okay. And I hate when I spill liquids in my car. Like, I, that's weird because most people enjoy that. Okay. Yeah, true. And if they just made grapes a lot bigger, it would be like nature's water bottle. I mean, they they have those big-ass grapes in Japan. Mm, mm-hmm. Because um, you could just... They have you know, seeds, though, so you'd have yeah, to find a place to spit them. No. Because that's like the like the uh, chia seeds of drinks. Blech. Aren't you supposed to swallow those? I think you maybe are. I don't know. That would like, be real I, I gross. I don't, I don't want spit, them in my drink. Spit them out. <laughs> we are we are so like you you've gone like beyond old and cranky to just to just like uh like Grandpa Simpson <laughs> level. Like why do they make grapes bigger so they're more like water bottles? That would solve that would solve uh, the uh, problem of too many water bottles in our in our landfills in the ocean. Yeah, just make bigger grapes. I think that's true. I think yeah, I think it's, it is true. They just need to make bigger grapes. Um, I think that would solve a lot of problems. Um, you're thinking like a grape so big you could like jam a straw in there, like it's a Capri Sun, right? Well, I guess that's what a coconut is. So maybe I just need that to get is exactly coconuts. what a coconut is. It's just like a really big grape, <laughs> much harder, mm-hmm. but full of water. But full of water. Full of water. Yeah. Um, funny you mentioned Simpsons because this is a pop culture reference that I never get because I have watched three in my entire life, which makes me kind of an alien three episodes of the simpsons yes um, with, with like what how many years of it 22 years or something it's been going on how long i, I think it's more than that is yeah. it <laughs> like it our started lives? when i was in high school mm-hmm. um which was almost 10 years ago right it, almost <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> nice uh-huh. um so i actually thought that um you know during covid times like what are some projects that people do to really better themselves? I've decided that, you know, I'm, I kind of want to get back into playing guitar and mm-hmm. you know, genetically engineering giant grapes, right? We're, we're building the balls wall, tuning a fish, right? You're writing a book. Maybe I should just like dive into the whole Simpsons canon. I mean, they're, they're short. Yeah. It'd be easy to do. Well, but and, 20, and but like 30 you, years of them but you you don't really need to know anything past like season 11 maybe why what do you mean um you're writing off 11 seasons of the simpsons we're gonna get letters. no i'm writing off like 20 seasons of the simpsons it's not it's it's not bad after that and like i haven't watched it in years really but uh but like it, it just stopped being like the the fertile source of of like cultural shared cultural knowledge of like a certain kind of nerd after that Okay, like I have to. You want me to watch the first eleven? seasons? I want seasons you to watch the first eleven seasons because that's where, like, I'll learn do. And that's other where things. exactly, yeah. You won't, I, you won't really understand the the nuances and the ramifications of do until <laughs> season eleven, episode four. Is it like the Zen of do? The Zen of do. 
Okay. Um, I don't. I don't really know The Simpsons that well. I mean, I, I think I have probably seen all of those uh, original X number of season episodes, seminal but I, episodes. I love. Yeah, when people say and that. I do. I do like say lines from The Simpsons, but I also like hear people saying like, you know, on The Simpsons when like such and such. And I'm like, I don't remember that. When I when I said seminal, when people say seminal, do you hear semen? Or yeah, are of you are more mature than I am? Oh yeah, no, we don't do that anymore. Mm. Like we, things have gotten really serious in the world. In case you haven't noticed, and like we need to grow up. So that when I remind you about the uh, set of books that my grandfather wrote as a um, maritime judge. Um, Wait, this law is real? Of, yeah, he wrote the three volumes of the Law of Seamen. That Wait, doesn't make I you think you told me this joke. before, and I, I think I didn't believe you last time either. No, it's all true. Like, I have, can I? Can we do these books on the show? <laughs> it's pretty very boring. <laughs> but there's um, a, and one of them was dedicated to me and my brothers. That's law, amazing. The law okay. of semen. I think it's really ironic. I just want to see how many reviews. I think it's in accounting. I mean, uh, do you get reviews on law books? Oh wow! Here it is: the law of semen, fifth edition, legal solutions. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, my God. A full set of The Law of Semen is $1,029 for it's... the three book set. Man, fuck the law. <laughs> yeah. Wait, all right. I was but... all I was all sold on like reading on, on like when we finished Seized by Balls, we we're going to do The Law of Semen cover to cover. But now I am off the semen train. I was just Googling to see what came up and I actually spelled it as he. Of course he did. But um, what did you Google? Just the law of semen? Yeah, in quotes. In quotes. Yeah. Okay, because it's it's his last name's uh, Norris. Yep, that's the one. All right, came right up. <laughs> All right. It uh, just uh, you know, I I entered it and it's just like it just like shot right out of the internet. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Shall, shall we, we read, a book? Like read our fucking book or what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll recap. Uh, last time, uh, Trev, this is this happens in all of my chapters. Trev like does a lot of thinking about like maybe he should be a better person and like does he still have a chance? He goes and sits by a waterfall and thinks. He buys he buys a sandwich, <laughs> and then he has a meeting meeting with his dad. And there's a cliffhanger because he's like uh, passed a, uh, a a file folder over to his dad, but you don't know what's in it yet. That was it. Mm. But he also tells his dad he's in love with her. Oh, that's right. He tells his dad he's in love with Lenny. And compares it to how his father feels about his mother and, mm-hmm. you know. Cute. He's like, Dad, like, there's there's a higher law than business. There's the law of semen. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played. Chapter 21, Lenny. God damn it. I let out an exasperated breath, hop off the zest bike, and start pushing the beast up the hill. Wait, is, oh, is this is this like a shared bike or like a yeah? Okay, because you get the joke. We have line bikes. Line bike. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> zest great. bikes. Hop off the zest bike. At first, I, at first I thought it was going to be like an exercise bike, like a uh, like a Peloton or something. Yes, gotcha. Hop off the zest bike and start pushing the beast up the hill. My car is in the shop, and because of the rent increase, I haven't been able to pay the bill to bail it out of the car jail. So I got the app for these garish banana yellow e-bikes that are 2019's gift to urban detritus. I've seen them on top of buildings, in ravines, wrapped around trees, in the middle of streets, everywhere but on the road with a butt in the seat and a smile on the customer's face. So why did I think my experience would be any different? 
Somewhere around setting two and three, the whole thing just groans and dies. P.S. These things are heavy as fuck. Yeah. And well, I have very little fucks to give right now. I let it go and it falls down onto the sidewalk on top of an empty bag of dicks. That seems fitting. Wait, what? <laughs> I let the bike go and it falls down onto the sidewalk on top of an empty bag of dicks. I, I'm so confused. What's what's an empty bag of dicks? Uh, hamburger shop. Very oh, famous. Oh, okay, okay, got it. I guess is that not that won't be obvious to other people. I have dicks is capitalized. Okay, dicks bag. Of- I would say an empty dicks bag, but because a bag of dicks is like something that uh, disgraced stand-up comic used to say, right? <laughs> Should I say an empty bag of dicks burgers or a dicks burger bag? I would say Dick's Burger Bag. Dick's I think bag. this is interesting, though, because like a bag, like a bag of dicks to me implies that that the, the food is still in the bag. But like a Dick's bag could could have food in it or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. It sort of seems like the joke gets a little lost that it, it seems fitting that it falls onto a top of it uh, on top of an empty Dick's Burger Bag. Doesn't seem to really. Well, I'm in an empty dicks bag. Uh, but people who are not from here. I don't no. know what the fuck that means. I didn't know what you meant, and I'm and I and I you're live, from here. I I mean, like I I live five blocks from dicks. Yeah, that's funny that you didn't think of a bag of dicks, and you didn't even think of the hamburger. But like, but would you ever describe a, a fast food bag that way? Like like a bag of Wendy's? That doesn't <laughs> sound right, does it? It's a Wendy's bag. Oh. Uh. You're right. You're right. But I think because so many people in my life say bag of dicks, yeah. I'm going I'm to go get a bag of dicks because that's yeah, the, what no, we I get say. It that it's, it sounds so familiar in my ear. But um, yeah. anyway, all right, we're going to change that. Uh, let us proceed. <laughs> okay. I step over it and keep walking. It's only one and a half miles to work. Fine. I have some things to think about anyway. I start a mental to-do list. One, what the absolute ever-living fuck am I going to do? Two, I need to quickly find a new space for Ova. Yeah. Three, but wait, I have no money. My car's in the shop and those money-grubbing, gentrifying corporate real estate goons have given me no time to pack up and get out. Fuck. Four, I think I need to fire Sam, Dennis, my whole staff. Mm. Five, I wonder if I could get arrested if I made an installation of zest bikes leading up to balls in the shape of a flaccid dick and spray-painted daddy's sack, sad sack boy on the window of balls. Uh, maybe go like proceed directly to the spray painting. The bike thing sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Six. I seriously can't believe it has all come down to this. I feel the tears form in great big globules. They drop like water balloons onto the pavement as I walk. The thing is, like, if you spray paint a dick and balls on the window of balls, like, people aren't going to be sure whether that's like official advertising or not. <laughs> True that. <laughs> I reach for my keys as I come around the corner of Twenty Second and Union and see the ripped up, muddied sign on the ground. A remnant of Iceberg's stupid anti-protest the other day. Mm-hmm. It says bros for balls. Well, that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? That's what it all comes down to. They always back each other up. From the beginning of time, sons have sold their souls to get their father's approval. And three months of whatever cat and mouse game Trev and I have been playing will always get set aside for the inevitable. The red carpet will be unrolled time and again as patriarchy and greed step out of the car, clutching each other's hands in a death grip. Oh, wow. That's quite an image. I walk up the door to the door of Ova, suddenly overcome by all that I will have to do to beg, borrow, and steal my way through this mess. I'm exhausted just thinking about what it will take to dismantle and reassemble this gorgeous and perfect world that I have created. 
And like an insistent commercial playing much louder than the show, my thoughts are preempted and a video starts. It's Trev smiling at me in his apartment, teasing me as he plucks semi-dried pieces of homemade pasta out of my hair. Wait, this is... Okay, a couple things. This isn't an actual video. This is this is just a, a brain video, right? No, it's an actual video. Okay. <laughs> um, why did she have pasta in her hair? Um, because chefs always have little bits of food on okay. them. Because <laughs> that's that's what part okay, of what they sense. do for they do like you know for fall a sex play. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know the whole pasta shaped kink scene. Oh, do I ever? Yeah, like it's it is it is vibrant. It is. Um, like I I gotta go. Oh man, this don't is, you have this a trophy wife? Oh, <laughs> so dumb. Uh, <laughs> trophy is a pasta that I know is like a fancy pasta that chefs like, but I never remember what it looks like, even though I've eaten it. It's just sort of a kind of twist. Yeah, curl, what's the what's twist? the one that's, that looks like coins with like printing on them? Oh yeah, I you know what I, I mean. I do, of course, but I don't remember. That's the, that's the what I'm into because, like, <laughs> like we we pretend it's money. Uh huh. <laughs> that's funny. Oh boy. Uh, it's Trev smiling at me in his apartment, teasing me as he picks semi-dried pieces of homemade pasta out of my hair. I maybe I should say plucks a semi-dried not because it sounds no, like there's, there's like, like a million of them <laughs> there's more pasta th- <laughs> she's more pasta than hair now it's like medusa with peachy <laughs> um sorry i'm like naming really <laughs> little well-known pasta shapes right oh, i now. missed I, peachy is that what you said yeah yeah okay is that like hand rolled spaghetti a, yes exactly yes. good job one for two um then one flashed, for three i guess because i don't know what trophy is and couldn't think of what the coin ones are called mm. Then it, uh, oh, I just, it just flashed in my head. I hate that when you have that, um, uh, the cro- flash of, it starts with a C. Cro- cro- croquetti. Crocetti? Yeah, croquetti. Yeah, there uh, you go. Cro- cro- are you Googling it? Yeah. Curzetti in Genoa. Crocetti in Emilia Romagna. Yeah. Well, somewhere it's called Torsolini, which is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the mafia makes out of your dead body? Yep. Uh, speaking of the Simpsons, one of my all-time favorite lines of the Simpsons is uh, is uh, Ralph Wiggum saying, "I'm a torso." <laughs> Context not necessary. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm a torso. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be fun if that was your job, is to do cartoon voices? I think it would be fun because it seems like it's not very hard, and and if you've been on the Simpsons for thirty years, you have a squillion dollars. So yes. I guess probably if you're not on, on like, the, the most popular show of all time, it's probably harder. But how annoying to be the spouse of someone who does cartoon voices. And is always, like, trying them out? Yes. Like, now, they're, they're like, me, 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 me. Is, like, they're making all kinds of crazy sounds. What, what about being the spouse of someone who wants to get into cartoon voice acting <laughs> but hasn't cracked it yet? <laughs> I think no, that exactly. would be even worse, right? Oh yeah. Um, so I uh, speaking speaking of like things things to annoy your spouse. Um, uh, as you know, I've been taking voice lessons, and I just booked uh, a, a session. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I just booked a session uh, with a with a different vocal coach who specializes in uh, teaching only screaming. So <laughs> what? So I have a one hour screaming lesson on no, Tuesday, and I'm very excited for this. You're joking? I'm not joking. Her name is Mary Z, and she works, she uh, I think is based in L.A. and works with metal bands. Because you want to break into singing metal songs? Uh, no, more like grunge songs, but the technique is is overlaps. 
So you're just going to be screaming into your computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than more than usual. Like I already do that when I read the news, right? Oh, right. Am I right? Um, but what about your neighbors? What about your family? Well, um, I I'm gonna lock myself in the storage room, which so far, like I've already been singing really loud, and it doesn't bother anyone as far as I can tell. Is when that I'm in the basement in the storage room. of your apartment? No, it's it's uh, it's the uh, second bathroom that we don't use as a bathroom. Oh, uh huh. Um, this image so, of this is hilarious. You yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try I'll try to like take a little little video and send it to you. Please do. Okay, fucking hilarious. Okay, so you're gonna be in there screaming. Yeah. You know, have you ever heard of the Rage Room in Seattle? Ah, uh, this sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, it's like where you smash stuff. You smash shit. Yeah. It seems really therapeutic. The idea of you being in a closet screaming your lungs out, and it reminds me of going to the Rage Room where I bash the shit out of things it just yeah, seems like i think this is this the year is, i was gonna say this stuff. is cheaper but it's not because uh because mary is expensive Coach yeah <laughs> i could just go into my closet and scream though yeah try it i don't think i've ever done that well i mean you have to you have to like uh use use good technique or you'll hurt yourself true is that true uh, it is true. Yes, people really fuck up their voices. Try. I mean, like an actual like scream, like you're just upset, is actually actually like pretty relaxed usually, and yeah. like uh, like is is fine. But like if you're trying to scream like a like a heavy metal singer and you don't know uh, how to do it right, you can you can you can end up uh, in surgery. Well, what about can you hire someone to teach you how to to scream inside your heart? Like at a Japanese amusement park? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, isn't that, isn't that, well, I was going to say, isn't that what a therapist does? But I think they, they like teach you not to do that. No, they teach you not to do that. Like, I actually think that, give the whole quote in case people, for some reason, have been asleep and have not heard this quote Oh, you want me to look it up? Well, isn't it just like, scream inside your heart? I think, yeah, please scream inside your heart. Japanese amusement park tells thrill seekers. Yeah, please scream inside your heart. And apparently this has been very successful. Like, like people... It is funny, but also like people have been in Japan, have been going to amusement parks and riding roller coasters quietly. Wow. It's, it seems so culturally, it, it, it only could be a line that came out of Japanese culture. I mean, it really is like, yeah. I mean, whew, I don't know. Do you, do you think it's healthy to scream inside your heart for, for more than like two minutes? Um, what do the doctors say? I don't know. Like, like it's it's interesting. You said like, can someone teach you to scream inside your heart? And and like now they think about it, like if there's a whole industry of people teaching you not to do that, then probably you should be able to like figure out how to do it on your own. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty repressive, don't you think? In general, to scream inside your heart, it does. Yeah, and yet, I, and yet, and yet but, it really appealed to me when I heard that. I was like, yeah. that is so true. But also, like, I mean, since since the goal is not is to like avoid spreading disease, I think it's fine to like scream outside your heart, like in your own closet. <laughs> oh, scream outside your heart. It yeah. just totally sounds so awkward. It sounds like I'm a torso. <laughs> I'm a torso. I'm a torso. Screaming out my heart. Okay, back to the book, shall yes. we? That was a very long interruption we just did. I don't. Back to oh, it, it, pasta is what got us. Yes, her hair was full of pasta. Pasta. The chapter's almost over, right? <laughs> it's Trev smiling at me in his apartment, teasing me as he plucks a semi-dried piece of homemade pasta out of my hair. Then it flashes to him running his hands up my back, grabbing my hair and gently twisting my neck to the side so he can run his tongue up up my neck. I said neck twice. Biting it not too soft, just hard enough. Then another... This- 
I, I feel like like she's giving him instructions on like how to eat a particular dish. Uh-huh. <laughs> then another hijack of my mind, another flash, and he's sitting at the bar laughing with Sam. Now he's across the street thinking I can't see him. He looks sad, pensive. He stares at the door to Ova, runs his hand through his hair, sighs, turns the lights out. Wait, is that something that really happened? Or is she, she just like imagining this This is what she would like him to be feeling? No, these are all things that have happened. She's, okay. having, she's having a little memory lane here. I mean, because I can, I can envision that that little Dawson's Creek moment you described. Well, it, it, it did. It happened in the third chapter. Oh, wow. Third or fourth chapter. Like he was across the street. Remember, he was looking on his phone and he's looking across at her. Yeah, I do sort know? of remember and that. And then he looks down at his phone. And he was like trying to get a booty call and then he decides no because he's yes. feeling, starting to feel the feels. Well, she was looking at him back that whole okay. time. And now we see that. See? Brought it all around. Linny, hey. Vince Chen gazes at me from his perch <gasps> on a Zest bike drink. Oh, wow. Vince Chen. Vince but Chen. Like, what? what? Now, now I feel like she's going to, this is like the moment where Vince Chen swoops in and captures her heart. <laughs> Vince Chen gazes at me from his perch on a Zest bike. Aren't these things the absolute best? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why they have such a bad reputation. He's impossibly positive. The corporate enthusiasm just drips from this guy's veins. Yeah, Vince, there's certainly been an unnecessary to invest in outdoor sculpture parks. I'll say that for Zest Bikes. <laughs> ha ha ha, Linny, you're always so funny. <laughs> I love Vince. <laughs> Vince is taking off his helmet and locking up the bike. Have you seen Trev? Uh, no, not exactly his keeper, Vince. Oh, ha, ha I know that, Linny. I just thought that with the amount of time he spends talking to me about you, that he wouldn't be very far away, that's all. <laughs> uh, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is Trev talking to Vince? <laughs> What do you mean? They're friends. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought Trev like changed his mind and wouldn't wouldn't rent the space to to Vince because he was going to put his own dumb restaurant in there and they probably weren't friends after that. But then like in the um, bonus episodes. Oh, right. They became friends they be in a parallel universe. They became okay. friends in a parallel universe that some of our listeners who aren't patrons won't know what I'm talking about. But uh, listener Emily wrote some amazing bonus episodes. Uh, okay. So so the walls between chapters. dimensions are starting to yeah. crack. And okay. I forgot that they we hadn't established in this book. No, I like it, though, friends. because I can never get too much fans. Okay. Well, shit. I totally forgot. No, no. This is good. Let's friends. go with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not exactly his keeper, Vince. Also, this sort of sounds like a hallucination, so that could also be an explanation. Does it? Like, like she's she's like in this in this like reverie, and like suddenly like There's this uh, this this uh, guy who we've only met once like <laughs> appears on a bike that wouldn't that probably wouldn't be working anyway, <laughs> and starts talking about Vince. No, starts talking about Trev. <laughs> oh my god, you're losing it. <laughs> Get you your cartoon so you can settle down. Um, oh yeah, has he told you the latest then that he, or sorry, my apologies, his father is not renewing my lease so that three balls in the central district can, can become a reality. Although between you and me, it's a little clunky. It's no three balls in Shanghai. Vince drops his hands from his helmet and looks genuinely confused and let down. Oh no, actually that really surprises me. If it's true, I'm, I'm really sorry. And well, shit, that kind of sucks. I hope there's some explanation because he certainly seems really excited about you. We should go back and add a scene where, where Vince and, and Trev are friends and, and okay. Trev is talking about his, his love life with Vince. Okay. Okay. Um, Vince says goodbye and walks across the street to balls number one. 
I open the door to Ova, walk in, throw my bag down, head to the bathroom and have the kind of cry that's so ugly you don't dare look in the mirror. Ooh, honey, I'm so excited by all the positive attention Ova's been getting over the last few days. Have you heard anything from Trev? It's Dennis. Oh. He's just clocked in for the dinner shift, and I pulled myself together because one thing restaurant people know how to do is act. We have it down to a science. Smooth the apron, visine mm-hmm. in the eyes, a smile on your face, showtime. Nope, I say, and quickly brush past him to look at the books for the night. And there it is, his name. Trev Taylor. Request <gasps> for the bar, 7.30 p.m. My heart hijacks my mind, betraying me, jumps out of my chest. Oh, she's screaming outside of her heart. Yes, I was, I was like... I'm, I'm trying to think like what the what the public health messaging should be around heart hijackings. <laughs> My mind, a few seconds too slow, catches up and bitterly puts down the body rebellion with cold, hard facts. This is the weak-willed son of a bitch that's letting his daddy close your restaurant and crush mm-hmm. your dreams. I look at the clock. It's 7.20. He'll be here in 10 minutes. I look in the mirror over the bar and see that my lipstick still looks good, and then I pinch my leg for even caring. I touch tables, greet customers... My acting is so good, I'll nab an Oscar well before Glenn Close ever sees her first. Glenn Close has never won an Oscar? No. This is like a thing I should know, isn't it? No. I had to look it up. Okay. <laughs> I was going to do it like a Susan, what's her foot? Susan Lucci, Susan but then she Lucci. did win, right? She did, I think. Yeah. I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So we can't, the Susan Lucci thing is no longer. Uh, great peachy pomodoro, Linny, says one of our regulars as I walk by. Well, thank you, Leon. Made with love. But when I say the word love, it kind of croaks in my throat, and you can hear, you can hear the emotion building. Made with love. Made with love. <laughs> <laughs> it's now 7.35, and he's not there. He's not here. Dennis is walking up to me. Hey, Linny, that was, that was Trev on the phone, and he's left you something at his seat. He's sorry, but he won't be able to dine here tonight after all. I'm, I'm probably more disappointed than you are. Left him something? At, did he, like, sneak in and, and drop something? Wait, what? How did he get something here? Oh, nice. Dennis shrugs. I'm just the messenger, love. I walk over to where his seat is reserved at the bar, and there's a glass of full champagne sitting there that Sam must have poured, and there's a letter with a red ribbon around it. <sighs> what is going on? but they ignore me and push the envelope forward. Oh, they're really, really pushing the envelope. They really are. I open it up slowly at first, and then I rip into it. Linny. <laughs> With her teeth. With her teeth. <laughs> Linny, grab the champagne, take a slug. You'll thank me later. <laughs> I know That's that... the entire letter? No. <laughs> no, there's okay. more. Okay. I know this will be confusing, but your lease is no longer being revoked. Oh. <gasps> Your rent will drop to the pre-increase amount, and it's now written into the contract that I will have for you to sign tomorrow that your rent will stay the same for the next 10 years. I'll explain more to you soon. I'm a bit busy with work right now, but just know that I'm so sorry for all the stress. You didn't deserve any of it. I would do anything to help bring back that smile to your beautiful face and see the shine come back into your eyes. I'm sorry I played any part in diminishing your light. With love, Trevor. Wow. I grabbed the letter. Stuff it into my apron and immediately. I I don't know if this is really from Trev because he didn't mention the balls wall once. (laughs) (laughs) I I grab the letter, stuff it into my apron, and immediately walk to the kitchen because the the tears were impossible to stop. P.S. Gotta go balls accident. (laughs) But first, I go back and grab the champagne bottle and then beat it back to the kitchen. I sit. I I remember this to April last night. She said, 
the whole bottle? <laughs> I said, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I had the same thought. Then I was like, yeah, I think the, the whole bottle. The whole bottle. But first I go back and grab the champagne bottle and then I beat it back to the kitchen. I sit on my office chair, drink a glass and let the whisper of a smile crack my face for the first time in weeks. I pull out my phone and text Trev. How? Why? What? Nice. That's it. Oh, that was so good. <sighs> I, got, I got all the feels. I kind of and- did too when I read... Reread the letter from him. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? Like you yeah, write something good work, out of your Trev. own like brain. You, you, Becky, don't get any credit at all. No. But Trev really stepped up. No, that's how it feels though. And that's what I'm saying. Oh. It's so strange. Is like I wrote it, right? Then then put it away for a couple hours and then I read it again and I felt the feels. And I'm like like I'm manipulating myself. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's so like the, like the way the way like we re- respond to these narratives is so is so weird because I feel like I feel like I like I care I care so much about Trev at this point even though like like he's still not great and like he he's done some bad things and like you know he's he's like redeemed himself a little and and like we give him like I at least give him emotionally so much credit for that mm. right. Uh, yeah, like, I think we do that for men in general in our society. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think, I think that's kind of, that's very true. And we can we could go deep about that another yeah. time because we're probably going way over episode length. Um, but it's very interesting. Yes, I do think we give him a lot more credit that he's like, oh, he's sounding remotely like having a little bit of emotional intelligence, and so let's throw him a party. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, Linny like didn't didn't have didn't need to be redeemed. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like. Well, she rede- did. She did in another way. She needed to be redeemed because she was so closed down. Like yeah. she was no longer open to love or people. Or I mean, she was really kind of I don't know shut shut down emotionally. Yeah. So and and he was kind of out there emotionally, but just so like I don't know all about his business that he was unable to like be an interesting multi-dimensional person yeah you know and i think that they both sort of took a step towards each other i don't know I like. all right so next week is the final chapter of final seized chapter. by balls final chapter seized by balls the final chapter monster trucks coming to you tacoma dome that's right yes there are going to be there are going to be monster trucks there's going to be the balls collisions they're going to like um, there's going to be the trev monster truck the Lenny monster truck the vince chen and they're all Truck. gonna they're all gonna smash together in a sexy, <laughs> sexy crash. Sexy, sexy car well, accident. Metal on steel. Stew. Metal on steel. <laughs> it's gonna sound like ten guitars tuning. <laughs> uh, but uh, in the meantime, that'll be next week. But in, in the meantime, you can find us at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc. Uh, which uh, stands for uh, look inside this, this uh, uh, bowl of champagne. This bowl of champagne, <laughs> not bottle of champagne. That wouldn't make any sense. No. It's a, right. Mm-hmm. That's too obvious, Matthew. Right, right. Um, and uh, and uh, if you want to kick a little money our way, go to patreon.com slash L-I-T-B-C, uh, where for $2 a month, you get access to bonus episodes featuring listener Emily's Seized by Balls fanfic. Naturally balls. Naturally balls. And for $5, you get all that, plus a uh, Moist Mountaineers t-shirt, uh, a shirt based on a joke that we don't really remember <laughs> the origin of and has nothing to do with 
with with seized by balls. And yet, it's the moistest, most mountainiest uh, pajama shirt I've ever worn. It's still it's still a beautiful shirt that will that will make people ask questions that you won't be able to answer. And we're at thirty eight patrons right now. When we get to forty, we're going to take numbers thirty through forty, put them in a hat, and send you a care package. So, uh, two more slots to fill. You know, I, yeah. I said we're, I mean, we're going to send we're going to pull something out of the hat and send that person a care package. What did I we're say? Not, you said we're going to put them all in a hat and send you a care package. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna pull. we're gonna put we're gonna put uh, ten people in a hat, uh, okay. and just see what happens. Okay, and then we're gonna send you a bag of dicks. Yep. See you next time. Bye. Yeah, why not? I'm just gonna hit record and see what happens. Maybe uh, maybe we'll just uh, capture a bit of lightning in a bottle. Oh boy.